Doug Tyrrell History and Comment is available on Google Podcast. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Tyrrell. This is History and Comment for Tuesday, the 20th of February, 2024. Sometimes we need to look at a map to recalibrate and gain understanding of how close one place is to another, especially in Europe, as that is not top of our mind knowledge. Norway and the Vikings conducted raids and had influence on much of the British Isles. Norway is about 200 miles due west of the tip of mainland Scotland. In the late 15th century, Norway is extracting payments from Scotland, and they are behind. For years, there was a plan to marry the daughter of the Danish king to James of Scotland. When the talk started, Margaret was just four years old. They were married when she was 13, but before you think that's scandalous, he was just 17. That was in 1469. At the time, all of Scotland's debts were canceled. On this day in 1472, the Orkney and Shetland Islands, both of which sit north of the mainland, are pawned by Norway instead of a dowry for Margaret. She and James will have three sons, but beyond that, the marriage was not a happy one, and they often lived apart. Margaret dies at the age of 30, and there is a rumor that she was poisoned. Spanish explorer Juan Ponce de Leon set sail for Florida with about 200 colonists. We will have to give him points for at least starting in late winter or early spring rather than late fall. But when Florida does not have winters like the North does, folks do not tend to freeze or starve in Florida. There was a news story earlier this winter where the authorities were warning residents of the Sunshine State to bundle up and stay inside. The temperatures would plummet to the lower 50s. French explorer René Robert Cavalier Sur de La Salle, we often know him simply as Robert La Salle, establishes a fort near the middle of the present-day Texas Gulf Coast in 1685. This gives France a claim to Texas. Somehow, that just does not seem to fit. La Salle is better known for his earlier exploration of the upper Mississippi River. While he was an accomplished explorer, this trip was a disaster and lasted just three years due to pirates and resistant natives. La Salle was killed by another Frenchman in the spring of 1687. The United States Post Office is established in 1792. It remained a government department until it was spun off as a semi-private enterprise and renamed the U.S. Postal Service on July 1, 1971. Enzo Ferrari is born in 1898. He is intrigued by auto racing in his preteen years and seeks a job in that sector both as a driver and team manager. A few years before World War II, he builds a factory to supply auto parts to various racing teams. After the war, he continues building parts and again forms a Ferrari racing team. To provide funds for racing, he also sells sports cars. But the racing seems to have always been his main enterprise. Photographer Ansel Adams is born in 1902. He is known for his black and white landscapes, many from his native California. Yosemite National Park was a frequent subject. Actress Amanda Blake is born Beverly Neal in 1929. She had a few film roles, but was cast as the saloon owner, Miss Kitty Russell, in the landmark television series, Gunsmoke. 
a role she will hold for 19 of the 20 seasons. She appeared in 569 of the 634 episodes, a few behind Doc and Matt. She left after the 19th season, saying she was tired of traveling to Hollywood and the role. Congress approves the construction of the San Francisco-Oakland Bay Bridge in 1931. Another geography lesson, San Francisco is situated on a peninsula. This worked fine when most goods arrived by ship, but when the Transcontinental Railroad reached the West Coast, it was across San Francisco Bay in Oakland. Talk of a bridge to span the gap began in the 1870s. California figured out how to fund it by the 1920s and began planning. The idea was to use two bridges and make an island in the middle of the bay and anchor. But the island was a U.S. Navy base. On this day in 1931, Congress approves the transfer to the state of California. Two years later, Congress sends the amendment to repeal prohibition to the states for ratification. It is quite amazing how widespread really bad ideas can become. In 1939, there is a pro-Nazi rally at New York City's Madison Square Garden. There are 20,000 supporters present. It was sponsored by the German-American Bund, or Federation. Their goal was to promote the ideals of Nazi Germany in America. Oh, you had to be of German descent to be a member. I cannot help but think of a guy I knew a few years back from our nearby German settlement. Now, he was in his late 20s, American-born for at least a couple of generations. He felt it gave him standing with the town council to address them in German as opposed to English. It is quite common for immigrant pockets that have remained relatively pure to maintain a death grip on their ethnic traditions. But the Germans seem to be the worst of the lot. They also happen to be one of the largest non-English groups in America. It's considered a big week in World War II as American bombers focused on German aircraft manufacturing factories in 1944. The Jay Giles Band had a couple of hits in the early 1980s. Namesake William J. Giles Jr. was born on this day in 1946. His music interest began in high school, and he was often centered on jazz and blues. Early works by the bands were labeled Too Black for White Kids and Too White for Black Kids. It will be a single album released in the fall of 1981 that will twice place the group in the top 40. Beyond music, Giles was interested in motorcycles and restoring high-end vintage cars. John Glenn becomes the first American in space in 1962. 1979, an earthquake opens a volcanic crater in Indonesia. This one releases poisonous hydrogen sulfide gas. Indonesia is part of the Pacific Rim, also known as the Ring of Fire. The shores of the Pacific Ocean are all quite active geologically and contain most of the world's active volcanoes. There have been a couple of news stories from the North American region. One reports that the area of coastal Washington is moving about 13 millimeters per year to the east, while a short distance inland is about half, and if you cross the Cascade Mountains, it's near zero. Now, 13 millimeters, or about half an inch, seems trivial until you consider the region has not had a major slip earthquake since the year 1700. Over that time, that is a lot of movement that's not been released. They will have the big one at some point in the future. 
The Aleutian Islands stretch 1,200 miles from Alaska across the Bering Sea towards Russia. In fact, the most distant ones are Russian. The entire string is volcanic in origin, and several are still active. The second story was how Mount Garilloi is showing increased activity. But do not be alarmed. It's far from population centers and is just one of four volcanoes in the chain being monitored for activity this week. Charles Barkley, retired basketball player turned announcer, is 61 today. Barkley has always been outspoken on a lot of subjects. Some of his positions I can agree with, others not so much. That's history and comment for the 20th day of February. I'm Doug Terrell. Now, go do something worth remembering.